The millennial generation has a lot at stake when it comes to America's economic future. And that includes dealing with our nation's $21 trillion debt. InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco talks with a young American who's part of a national movement calling for positive economic change. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Evan Refrano, a student at State University of New York at Old Westbury. Evan's college team won a contest to create a campaign for youth on reducing federal debt. Evan, the goal is to get action, and in six years, Up to Us has drawn nearly 90,000 pledges. What are they pledging? The pledge is really simple. It tells the students that we want to have a better sustainable future for our fiscal outlook. We urge our representatives to come together and find a solution. That's what our Up to Us pledge is. And how does the rising federal debt harm the next generation's finances? It harms our generation because it leads to lower income in the future. The Congressional Budget Office projects that there's going to be a decrease in the next 30 years up to $16,000 for every four-person household. And with students taking out large amounts of student loans, having a national debt would really harm us. And that really is a double-edged sword for millennials. I understand the number with student loan debt is actually three times the number of students who had such debt in 1989. So this is something that the millennials need to pay attention to, isn't it? Yes. A lot of students come up to me and tell me, why should we care about the national debt? And I tell them it's very simple. Would you want an economy that's able to provide for its people and respond to economic crises or one that's riddled in debt? We want to have a good fiscal future, and if there's no fiscal future for the nation, there won't be a good fiscal future for ourselves. Now, I understand in terms of your contest entry, your winning entry, and congratulations, it had basically two components. First, tell us about the interactive debt boulevard that stretched right across campus. What was in that, and how did it work? The debt boulevard was one of those ideas that just come to us, and we realized that our population on campus is 75% commuters. And one of the major components is that they just go from their car to their classroom and back home. So we wanted to reach them before they went home. So we created Debt Boulevard and put down statistics, definitions. One of the things that we put down was a statistic. In 1791, the U.S. national debt was $75 million. Today, the debt rises by that every hour. And that really stuck out to people, that our national debt could increase by $75 million every hour. And when you put it into something that's a little easier to understand than $21 trillion, students were more inclined to listen and interact with us. And what was the reaction to your debt boulevard? One of the biggest reactions was, how can our nation be in so much debt, but I can't be in debt on my credit card? It was just like this little simple question that they asked that they can't go into too much debt, and our nation does the same thing. Did you have an answer for them? To be perfectly honest, at first I really didn't. One of the things that I told them, though, was that not all debt is bad. Obviously, debt leads to buildings and infrastructure, but $21 trillion, on the other hand, is too much. Now, you also hosted a bipartisan debate among local officials. I believe distinguished professors were involved. Was there a consensus that came out of that? There actually was surprisingly consensus. We had both sides of the aisle agreeing on certain components about our fiscal future and that we have to work together to lessen our burden because if one side just tries to steamroll the other, there's not going to be any progress. And that was that mutual understanding that we have to work together to find a solution. I understand that you met with members of Congress on this issue. What did you tell them? We told them that students care about the issue. It's too often that 
the student voice or my generation is omitted from the conversation because students aren't as active in elections as other generations. The first thing we have to do is focus on showing our representatives that we're here. We want change and we want to try and work to a solution. And one of the things that is going to be an uphill battle for us is that we just have to recognize that students are engaged in a lot of different areas and we have to try to make them more interested in areas that impact our future. And I think we were able to do that over the course of our campaign. So do you feel the voices of today's young people will, in fact, make a difference in reducing debt? I think we could. I really think we could because Up to Us is the only national competition that focuses on a sustainable economic fiscal future. And engaging close to 500 college campuses across the nation, close to 100,000 individuals signing our Up to Us pledge, I think those numbers speak loud. And if anyone wants to join the national effort, it's up to us. What website do they visit and what can they do? It's up to us.org. That website again is it's up to us.org. Evan Rifrano, a junior at State University of New York at Old Westbury. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. And that's it for this week's show. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks, the home of world-class web hosting. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.